Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Go. <laughs> Say it. Say it. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it. Say it again. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Oh, not sexy, like real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Tuesday. Sorry about the postponement, everybody. Oh, yeah. But uh, romance was in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It was Valentine's Day yesterday. We had romance today. Stuff. <laughs> what'd you uh what'd you do yesterday we went out to a steakhouse and Ooh, it was uh, okay i almost broke i almost broke edge oh i saw okay. the, t- the table next nice uh, juicy story no no i i got a, a mediocre piece of fish you telling me stories about maybe like when I think maybe you broke edge, I feel like it's the same as like mar- like I'm married and you're my single buddy. <laughs> you know, you need some playboy, some wild yeah, tales. Yeah, what? yeah, come on, details, buddy. No, oh, you, it didn't happen. Okay, well, maybe next time. I did. I I got excited right away when I saw the the table next to us. There was ribs and they came uh, stacked like little Lincoln logs. Ooh, I don't know okay. why that. I, I don't like know why that, that presentation got me excited. It's fun, and I almost, I almost went for them. But then I was like, "What if?" Because <laughs> I had when we were at uh, in Birmingham, and Wes brought uh-huh. all that barbecue over. Yeah, yeah, and I had one of those ribs. Those were beef yeah, ribs, right? Uh, no, pork ribs. Those, those pork, pork ribs? ribs. I thought it was big for yeah. pork ribs. Yeah, those big spare ribs. You got um, the spares that are big, and then uh, you have the baby backs that are the tiny ones, the smaller ones, uh, in terms of pork. But yeah, beef oh, okay. ribs are also big, but but we were definitely eating pork ribs that night. Well, yeah, I had one of those, and I was like, oh, God damn. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, but it's because somebody already had them. I could have one. I didn't order them for myself. You know, I got all these weird little parameters and tricks and hacks of how I allow myself to... Uh, Enjoy a little little taste here and there, but I was like, "Man, what if uh-huh. I get a whole steak or something?" And it is sitting weird with me. Then I got this whole steak. I'm great with taking it home. Rachel would eat it, but yeah, yeah. I got a piece of fish. I, I started I was like, "Give me the side of mushrooms. Give me the steak side. Big bowl of sautéed mushrooms. Wedge salad. Love a wedge. Uh huh. Oh yeah, buddy. Big fan of a wedge. 
What now? Did you did you hold the bacon or did well, you I held, the bacon, the bacon. held the bacon? Keep that bacon in the kitchen. Okay. Waiter even yeah, got it to some. I was like, "Is this? Are these mushrooms in like? Is like some sort of veal glaze sauce?" He's like, yeah, it's the same. I'm like, well, because I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going to pretend you didn't hear that. He's like, oh, that that sauce? No, no, that's a different sauce. Like joking around, <laughs> joking around with me. And then he just goes like, by the way, whether you eat it or not, they already made it. I'm like, yeah, that's usually the reason I yep. use for myself. It's like that's, it's already back there, ready to be enjoyed. Um, so so I uh, yeah I uh, I had a piece of halibut. It was fine. It was, okay. it, it was fine. Yeah. Um, but we had a little, it was a fun little night out, just a little, go, sta- you know, steakhouse romance at the steakhouse. I mean, classic. It's classic. Yeah. We put on that made me, some outfits. <laughs> that reminded me when I was a vegetarian years ago, uh, I was only vegetarian cause my girlfriend at the time was hardcore into it. And I was like, I'll lose some weight. So, but I, I didn't have the ethics behind it that you have. I just, I wasn't as convicted but I was just kind of going along with it. But I would, my little rule was like, if it's a garnish, if it's not the main course, like mm-hmm. like bacon on a wed, little bacon bits. Now, like maybe a piece of bacon for breakfast, that's too obvious. I can't do that. But if if somebody sprinkled some bacon bits on my wedge, I would just turn it, look the other way. Same thing I would do at Cracker Barrel. We'd go to Cracker Barrel and get like the the veggie plate, just get four or five sides. And I always loved their turnip greens, but they put a little pork in there. And I just, that was just my little secret. I just girlfriend never knew about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can turn a blind eye to like, oh, this is made with beef broth or something. All right. But if I know ahead of time, I'm not going to go searching it out. But if it's like I already ordered it, I'm like, all right, I'll tough it out. Yeah. But yeah, what, we, uh, what we did Rachel that. go with? She got a she got some sort of steak. Mm. Yeah. We got shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. Whew. Best thing of the whole meal. Yeah. Yeah, can't go wrong with it. Uh, yeah, I love them just cocktail. hanging off the side of a hot fudge sundae cup. <laughs> uh, just, that is an interesting presentation. Just, just hot tubbing out the edge. Mhm. Yeah, I like that. Way to go, buddy. Yeah, it was good. What'd you guys do? Uh, we took it uh, easy. We, we ordered some takeout because we're, uh, we're doing our actual Valentine's Day meal tonight because oh, I right. couldn't get a reservation because I waited too late. But we've been wanting to use your gift card at the fancy Italian place. Go try that. But it's supposed so to be good. Doing it tonight, man. Uh, and All I do right. feel weird. Is that am I a cheapskate that I'm using your gift card for Valentine's Day? No, it's a wedding present to both of you guys. So that's right. It's a wedding present to both. But so I'm you not. You know, I don't it. get any like good husband points for Valentine's Day because someone else is paying for our dinner. But uh, that's be that up, as that's it may. up to the missus to dole those points yeah. out accordingly. I'm not going to dictate. <laughs> But yeah, dude, got an appo- uh, appointment. This is how long it's been since I've been at the restaurant. <laughs> Made an appointment with the restaurant. Uh, got a reservation. Very excited. Going to put on a collared shirt. Going to take a shower. That's do the what whole I nine did. Yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the opposite order. I'll probably take the shower first. But yeah, uh, collared shirt. Excited. Some nice shoes. Yeah, Break out yeah, your your some, some of your wedding uh, items. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to dip into the, the wedding uh, wardrobe and kind of piece together <clears throat> something halfway decent tonight. So Nice. Yeah, very excited. Fasting all day. Going <laughs> to eat my weight in pasta. Go put some hurt on. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, they got they got steaks and stuff there. That's why it's like not just red sauce stuff. It's like steak yeah. and seafood. Well, and you I know, think. I won't be I won't mention specifics, but you went big with the, with the gift. So we're uh, we're going to trying max to, it out. I was trying to figure. <laughs> I know Katie doesn't drink. Uh huh. But if you were going to get like cocktails, you know. Yeah, man. You know what I might even do? Katie suggested this. This is a power move that I've never done. I don't think I've done this with a couple, with another person, and I've never done it on my own, but uh, ordering a whole bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. Wine for the table, even though she's not going to drink it. What do you get, four four drinks out of a bottle I of wine? I think it's glasses? about four. Yeah, maybe I'll just order my own bottle of wine. So Never done that. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. Order it for someone else. Like I go tonight, and then unbeknownst to me, there's an acquaintance or a friend also there at another table. Always wanted to send over the bottle of wine and have the server give me the credit, and then we wave at each other. That's a power move. Well, now that's, I mean, that's just something. That's a move to do in a restaurant just to anybody. Just send over an item. Was that like that was a yeah. kids in the hall episode where, where Cabbage Head sent a plate of fries over? This plate of fries is from that gentleman over there. Or like just a two liter of Mountain Dew. Yeah, like the yeah. old the old Pizza Hut where they'd have the two liters in the cooler behind the counter, you know, for the take home. Just I don't know when the last in, time in a, I drank a, nice a towel. Yeah, I don't know when I drank a Mountain Dew last. It's been a while. I, it's a. I, I'll say that when I, whenever it was, a few years ago, I had one, and it's, um, it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it's, it's a nice. Is it treat. good? Is it now, good? Yeah, if, in in the right context, it's good. Like, you know, I know this shouldn't be part of my daily or weekly routine, but uh, yeah, it's just it's sugary citrus soda. What, what's not to like? You know, like I said. I wouldn't want to drink, even health issues aside, I wouldn't want that intense flavor every day. But every now and then, mm, it's a good time. And I I will admit, back in the day, back in the day, I liked the red one. Was it Code Red? That was, it had an extra bite to it. Oh, the gamer fuel? Isn't that the stuff that people got heart attacks from in Korea because they're like playing video games for 72 hours straight on Mountain Dew Code Red? They died from. Wow, just being that, being that person. I thought I was going to have a heart attack uh, when I was like 19 years old. I was on the radio, and I was working like it, literally at four different stations at the same time. So I was working at like I'd, I'd moonlight at one. I'd go work weekends at this one. I'd work morning. Anyway, and there was a weekend shift where I had to basically work like I was on the air like 18 hours in a 24-hour span. And um, <laughs> the last station I was working at, we just got a. We were sponsored by Surge. Remember when that horrible drink Surge came out in the late nineties? And uh, I literally, in like a four-hour radio shift, I drank about six or seven of them. And I Dog. thought I was about. To, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. What was What was happening mentally in your brain after that many? It was just. I mean, it really was like my. I felt like my circulatory system was on a roller coaster. Like, I was just like, ah, I was just trying to hold on. Like, I know this is not good. <laughs> I yeah. remember doing it. I did. Scared I, me. I was throwing a bunch of crap at me to get back. 
It was like some long drive where if you've ever driven east to west to get back to L.A. and then you hit mm-hmm. Vegas, like if you're already driving like ten hours at that point. Maybe that's confidence Denver or wherever, but you hit Vegas and you're like, oh well, I'm almost there. It's only four more hours. Like four hours is still a long time. Yeah, and I remember just having every like. A coffee and a five-hour energy drink and some other bullshit. Just I, I transcended my like well-being. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I don't even know how to fray. Like like (laughs) I was awake. Like I was exhausted, but I was Uh so shaking awake with the windows open, just trying to get home because I'm like I'm too close. It, It wasn't safe. It wasn't a good idea. No, I'll say that wasn't, no, wasn't I've done a that smart a move. Lot. Yeah, they say you know driving like that when you're that sleep deprived is more dangerous than driving drunk, and I believe it because like there's been those times like you ever fall asleep behind the wheel just for like a half a second, dude. You know? I've done. I've been in those modes where like Long blank every third, yeah, like every thirty seconds I'm falling asleep. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh. You know, even when I'm thinking about it, like I'm aware, all right, don't, don't, don't. And then whoop, then you wake back up for, and you're like, whoa, shit, I guess I did it again. Yeah, I've really taken some chances driving. Yeah, uh, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that, everybody. Of, yeah. Don't do that. No. Yeah, it's it's a miracle. I uh, didn't have a wreck Dave, or something. Dave, you know what I, I want to hear about? What instead, of this, about? instead of this reckless behavior we both participated in? Uh-huh. Want to hear about uh-huh. how you threw down on a uh, Super Bowl Sunday? Oh my God! I want to hear about snacks. dude. This I want to hear about this your take the on the game. How you felt about <laughs> halftime? This is one of the best weekends, uh, most fun weekends I've had in a long time. Oh yeah, lead had up a to real. It. You had a big weekend. Dave. Had a had a real one two punch. Had a real good Saturday Sunday combo this weekend. Uh, no shit. Probably had the most fun outside of like being on stage. Um, you know, like that tour we were on a few months ago, some of those shows were like some of the most fun I've had in any context in a long time. But outside of comedy, being on stage, maybe the funnest night I've had in at least a decade, maybe two decades. I can't remember having this much fun. And like Man. all the just conditions were perfect. Uh, went and saw my favorite band, Drive By Truckers, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess definitely one of my favorite places on earth. Uh, essentially Joshua Tree, technically Pioneer Town, but uh, just one little town over, basically the Mojave Desert, Joshua Tree National Park, all that whole area, uh, a place you and I have been to together and uh, have had a good time. It's the place I tried to buy you a uh, asparagus shot. I thought it was a, a joke shot, but I, I almost it's, bought you some soup. We were getting uh, into it. We were having a night. <laughs> uh, went to half. Uh, I always call it Happy and Harriet's. Uh, Pappy and Harriet's. <laughs> went to Pappy and Harriet's uh, Pioneer Town. Joshua went to Tree. Happy and Pappy. Saw Drive by Truckers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you and I saw Old Ninety Sevens there uh, indoors a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I had never seen an outdoor show. Uh, truckers were on, uh, in out back on the outdoor stage, and uh, dude, it was just. Perfect. It was absolutely. They started playing. Uh, the sun was still up. The sun. The sun hadn't gone down yet. So we. Get, it was an early show. Um, so it was like doors at four, mm-hmm. show at five. I think. <clears throat> oh, okay. Truckers went on about five thirty, five forty-five. But um, yeah, so here I am in the middle of the Mojave Desert. I'm seeing those beautiful mountains in the background. My favorite bands to my right, mm-hmm. uh, to my left. 
as you know, they they have the outdoor pit. They've got the um, the mm-hmm. grill going. They're, they're cooking ribs and steaks and burgers. Uh, I had some buddies there. Katie's there with me. Uh, Fritz was there. Kenny DeForest, like just just had my pals, had my lady, had the smell of ribs. My favorite <laughs> band, my favorite location. I was. Uh, impaired on a couple of different things. I snuck in some gummies. Uh, Katie, uh, being Katie, she loves to give gifts. She loves to shop in bulk. She just went to the bar and bought like five giant beers and just had them in her purse, just handed them out to people. So, (laughs) of course, I took like two or three at one time. And, uh, oh, boy, just, I mean, it really was, i probably seen 200 live shows, you know, in my day, I've probably seen the truckers thirty times. Probably yeah. the best show I've ever ever been to. Just just the conditions, you know, because a lot of times, yeah. no matter how much I love the band, there's usually me being me, there's always something that's going to annoy me. There's all you know, you're indoors, yeah. it's hot, it's sweaty, there's too many people, this guy's bumping into me. You know what? It was outdoors. We kind of stood in the back. There I had elbow room. It was sold out, but it was still there was plenty of elbow room. You know, we weren't all crammed in there together. It was perfect temperature, just a little brisk. You know, I got to see Sun Up Desert. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, halfway into the show, sun goes down. Now we I lose the mountains, but now we got the stars, all the beautiful stars out there in the middle of the desert, and just all oh, the smells. Man, it was just an absolute delight. The stars, the smells. One of the best nights ever. <laughs> it really was a good time. So well, right did that on. Saturday. Yeah. And uh, Sunday, drove home and watched the Super Bowl and cooked chili. And uh, yeah, man, just enjoy. I, uh, because I knew we were traveling, you know, on the day of the Super Bowl, I made all my stuff on Friday. So I made a big thing of chili on Friday and then um, made some queso on Friday as well. And, and, the chili reheated perfectly. Chili was delicious. It was mm-hmm. a, just solid, typical batch. The queso, I was having trouble with uh, bringing it back to life. Really? Because I, didn't, I forgot how temperamental queso can be, um, meaning the consistency. You know, if you're, you're, when you're making it, you, you're thinking like, oh, this is too thick. This is just sludge. You know, let me add some milk to it. And then before you know it, holy shit, you've added too much milk. What's the ch- And then you're like, nah. Because Dave, I also made some queso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I made the queso that's on the that's the recipe on the can of Rotel. Yeah. Where I took, okay, okay, I took a a brick of Velveeta cheese mm-hmm. and two cans of Rotel, and that was it. <clears throat> and you just microwave it? Nah, well, I heated it on the stove because nope. I'm I'm a chef. Okay, okay, and gotcha. We, and gotcha. we don't have a microwave. Uh, okay, good for you. Really, really brings it back. Real old country vibes around here when I'm stirring some pre-made soup <laughs> in a pot. I really feel like I'm a participant. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I put I poured a little beer in it because I was drinking beer, and I was like, yeah, uh-huh. beer. There you and go. then I put a little a little cumin and a little red pepper flake in there. I like it. Okay, look at you getting adventurous. And then I realized I made um, about a gallon. Of mm-hmm. queso dip for myself. Yes, same here. Because I kept like literally, I flip flopped about five or six times in that it's too thick. Let me add some milk. Oh shit! Now it's too thin. Oh, you Let me add some more it. cheese. 
Yeah, I Goldilocksed it. Like, it seesawed back and forth several times, and by the end of it, I had, like, a gallon. It's like, Jesus. What's the cheese? What cheese did you put in it? I did uh, Monterey Jack. I did uh, Oaxacan. Oaxacan. Oh, yeah. Which I love, that white Mexican cheese. And then I did a little bit of... uh, a little bit, I got this, uh, somebody told me this tip, or I saw it on a video. I added a little uh, just dumb old American, craft American That's, sickles. You were talking about that last week. That's right. Yeah. And just a little bit. You don't want that to be the primary flavor, but like, I think I use like a half Says a pound you. of the Monterey Jack. Yeah. I probably uh, probably bit a, did about um, maybe a quarter of, of what the other cheese was in terms of uh, weight with the... Uh, craft slices but yeah it just added a little and it melts real nice i prefer even though i i I realize that's a pretty shit cheese i prefer that on a burger when i'm just doing a burger give me that craft american cheese man no no need to get fancy uh it melts i dig no i dig it yeah but yeah so the 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 chili i was very happy with the queso just uh it put it this way it's more trouble than it was worth you still got around the house did you chuck it I chucked it. I, really? I ate a lot of it. I ate a lot, of it and then I just, uh, I, I think I just got sick of it. Because then, so you, I spent all this time trying to get it right, and then you finally get it right, and then it's only right for 10 minutes, because then it starts to thicken up. And Man. then it turns from a, from a dip to a spread. By the end, it was just like a spread. That's what I was going to say. That was what, what happened with my, my queso dip. was a lot like the movie Showgirls. A lot of skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that skin starts to form up there. Ugh. Yeah, now I'm just trying. Like, now it's going on everything I eat. I gotta, I gotta make my. I had, I got, I had a bag of. Rachel tried a little. Rachel didn't think she was gonna like it, but she liked it, so she had a little uh-huh. bit. But she got me. I got Tostitos scoops, and I'm like, hell yeah, about okay. to crush. I love the scoops. I was looking very forward to this dip. I had, I just had the the pot in front of me. Thought I put a dent in it. Thought I went through a half a bag of scoops. <laughs> didn't even the, the the water line, the line on the side of the bowl didn't even go down. Yeah, I got a lot. <laughs> it's like it was just making more of itself. It's regenerative. Yep. So I got a lot. I so put some you... on some tacos yesterday. Some breakfast tacos. And now I got to go buy there other food go. to fig- to buy stuff to put the cheese dip on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Created a um, quicksand trap for myself. <laughs> Did you watch the Super Bowl? I caught uh, I caught some of it. Yeah, I was I, I was yeah? kind of like go? yeah, I was kind of invested because I was in Cincinnati this weekend. Good times, good That's shows. Right. Sorry, That's everybody. Right. Sorry, folks. I know you were excited. Mm-hmm. People were riled. Like I, as soon yeah. as I landed, everybody in the airport had their outfits on. The city was decorated. It's a little. It is a little heartbreaking when yeah. you see a city that's well, that excited for it. Because it had been so long, I can't. It's. It has to have been. I think they hadn't even made the playoffs in like twenty five, thirty years till this year. So they were starved for it. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I hearing that, and then you know, L A is just Fairweather fans are a city that's made up of yeah. people from elsewhere. So that plus. With all the sports combined, like we've LA's won a title in something. It seems like every year, the last five years or so, 
The Dodgers won the mm-hmm. World Series recently. The Lakers won the NBA title a couple of years ago. Now the Rams. So it's just like, yeah, this again, okay, we won. We're like a, a city like Cincinnati. I mean, they don't even have a basketball team, so they got baseball and they got yeah. football. Baseball, the Reds haven't been good in forever. Bengals haven't been good in forever. So I don't know. I like seeing – I'm always rooting for teams, the underdog or, or the fan base that hasn't sure. had to experience a, a title in a while. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got out of there Sunday morning. So I don't know how much destruction mm-hmm. there was, if any. <laughs> yeah. How are but your shows? It, shows were good, man. I'm a little leery yeah. about big comedy clubs. You know, I'm doing comedy clubs, and they're in these – I was making fun of it – it feels like a company town. It's these mm-hmm. like fake city centers that are just put in the suburbs. It's all new construction, yeah. but it's supposed to feel like they're different entities. Like this is a movie theater. Here's a restaurant. But you could tell like all the money. It's like a, without having been on a military base. I'm like, is this what they do in military bases to make you feel uh. like you're back in America? Yeah, you've got everything you need. Yeah, right I was here. just joking. Like, this is what happens when we're like colonizing Mars to look for whatever minerals power electric vehicles, and this will be the city, the commerce area, yeah. where you still have to spend the money the company's giving you on the city that yeah. the company made. But that's what these things feel like. I mean, I was joking about it, but I was like, these aren't like there's streets with crosswalks. I'm like, this isn't a real street. I'm just going to walk in front of these cars. Like this is this is a glorified parking lot. This isn't a street. You're yeah. just driving between. Yeah. You just it's just a drivable shopping mall. Kind Sh- like, shows uh, were fun, but it was it was also like an hour away from Cincinnati. That's why, like, I got there. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I booked this gig in Cincinnati, and I get in a lift, and we're just driving for an hour. I'm like, what? Yeah, so, yeah. I always hate that. But the shows were fun, so. That place you're talking about, though, that is. Have you ever been to the Irvine Improv? No, but that's why I was telling Rachel about this place. She's like, oh, is it like the Irvine Spectrum Center? I'm like, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just like it's its own little village. Yeah, of just, it's just money suck. Yeah. It's like an, air, yeah. Like, an air, like airports that have now, like, they're nice, like Minneapolis Airport, now that I'm like finally flying again. It's nice, but it's clearly like, Oh, the flying part is almost secondary to the idea that now you're mm-hmm. trapped in a shopping center. Like all this food probably yeah. comes from the same kitchen, but it's, you know, it's like here's unique restaurants and this and that. Like some some of them you can get Portland Airport, you can get decent food in, but it's like oh, they've made it to where it's like spend some money. I wonder if anybody. This seems like a, a storyline in a silly sitcom, but it would be funny. If like there's a family who prefers to go to the airport to eat, like they have the best chilies, they have the best Panera bread, and they're not even taking a flight, but they park, um, and go to the airport just to eat. Wasn't that uh, an old Louis C.K. bit about how he likes to eat Cinnabon in the airport? Oh. And he's like fat ass, yeah, but that, not because he gets he it when he lands. In. Yeah, yeah, he goes up twenty minutes away from my house where I got apples and bananas and shit. <laughs> but nope, gotta have a Cinnabon. 
on, on some of my more booze bag days, especially flying into LAX where it's like, oh, I'll get a lift. It's like your lift will be here in 20 minutes. I'm like, well, I can get a, I could sneak a beer or two in. So I'll go, I'll hit the bar <laughs> waiting for my lift when I was flying into LAX towards the end there. And, and Portland ones, like some of them, if it's got to be part of your life anyway, like, okay, I'm flying every weekend. It's, I, I, I could understand being like, well, I know this place is pretty good. Like the Portland airport has yeah. decent food in it. Like, all right, yeah. I gotta fly anyway. May as well get there early, have have my meal, and kick it. I never eat before a flight because I'm. Uh, you want? I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust what it might do to my my bathroom routine. You don't. Want I shit. don't need any curveballs. You don't want shit on the plane. You don't want to suck it. Nah. Suck the poop out of your butt. I try not to. You don't want the blue demon to suck the poop out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this this is neat. You want to get vacuumed out? <laughs> I try not to even pee in the. Uh, I don't know, man. You taking a short flight and just I, old people, I'll let that slide. But I just I find it a, a sign of weakness. What a going to pee when you have to wait. go pee? Yeah, well, he can't. He can't make it an hour. Like it's just an hour and a half or less. You pee right before you get to your gate, right before they call your your row or section, whatever. And then uh, you hold it for an hour and a half, two hours, and you pee again when you, you land. Oh, fuck Just that, sit man. down. No, comfort is first and foremost on a flight. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there in a tiny seat holding my pee. Poor planning, or if you're like me, you, you <laughs> bang, you got a good day buzz going on because you sit at the airport bar. Yeah, that's true. I get an aisle seat on purpose so I don't have man, to bother I people do. to go pee. If I, if I can like choose. The, uh, yeah, if I can choose. Airport day drinking, man. That is a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, Especially I like knowing it. that you, you're not going to have to operate a vehicle, you know, if you're not renting a car when you land, you know, if you're just Ubering or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have to drive a car for a week. Let's get into it. Or if it's like, I'm not getting blotto, I'll get a buzz on it, but like, okay, now i got a four and a half hour cross-country journey. Mm-hmm. I'll be sober by the time I get back. <laughs> Do they? Can you get liquor on the plane now, post COVID? Yeah, it, make, okay. it might be airline. airline. I've, all, I've done it. Yeah, I've I've only flown a couple times post COVID, and I don't remember having access to the. Because I do love the seven dollar Jack and Coke, eight dollar now. I guess sometimes. Oh, Sean Jordan sneaks his uh buys the airplane bottles elsewhere, brings them into the airport. They're small enough. I do. I've done that. I've done that. And a lady chastised me. I got in trouble from one of the flight attendants. Yeah, you're not. She said something to. like, like, she said something like, "That's basically stealing" or something like. Like, she made an analogy, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, fuck. I'm already paid three hundred dollars for a fucking plane ticket, idiot." Yeah. Like, how many like, times? Really how many times today me. did this airline oversell a flight and try and bribe exactly. people out of it? Get bent. Exactly. Yeah. I it's see. My ass. I see people get up in arms about like you used to have to dress up on planes, and now you see people in pajama bottoms. Well, guess what? When you shrunk all the sizes of the seats mm-hmm. to fit more people in and made it as uncomfortable as possible without going into some sort of breaking human trafficking laws on these fucking airplanes, took all the storage, charged people to just check any bag. You brought it on yourself. Your greed yeah. brought this on to yourself, you dumb fucking airlines. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. 
I can't think of another business that operates that way. We're going to sell more tickets than we have seats, <clears throat> and we um, all fucking figure it out. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we've we've gone over that. It's it ain't cool. That's why I'm like I'm still excited to be working, and I haven't been put off by airlines yet. But I'm wondering how long. I'm trying to um, like you're talking about going to the concert and how like normally there's something that annoys me. Like I know I get annoyed by air travel, and I'm trying to like acknowledge that nope, I am doing this. I can't get. I can't be surprised or pissed about something that I know is probably going to happen, like a delayed flight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I could be annoyed, but I can't get up in arms when I'm like, nope, I've agreed to this, you know, this, this way of traveling for doing shows. Yeah. Yeah. What are your options? You know, take a Greyhound bus or rent a private jet. Yeah. I I paid the money for clear. I mean, if you want to get into the conspiracies about that, I paid money for a private agency to scan my retinas and let me on the plane quicker. Mm -hmm. Because it was. It was like, well, here, we've offered you convenience at the the expense of your privacy. Uh, I I used it uh, coming home. In Cincinnati, and basically, you just walk up, like, I have clear, and they just scan your eyeballs, and they walk you right to the front of even the TSA line, and you just cruise right in. I just throw my, just take my phone out of my pocket. That's it. Mm-hmm. So security, cool. sec, there's like, it's security is almost non-existent. They huh. scan my bag. I walk through the metal detector. I just take, like I said, I take my phone out of my pocket, and I didn't wait in any lines. But that's not at every airport. Yeah. And what you know, what did I I paid for it and now this company has my eyeball scan and fate like all the stuff that yeah. is creepy. But mm. convenience was what I wanted first without reading fine print. So, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. I mean, also we're we're public kind of figures. Yeah, what's this privacy? I'm going to be in an airport every weekend. Yeah. So, no, I don't blame you. Anything you can do to make life easier when you're traveling. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, hey, all right, let me eliminate these frustrations. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Did you uh, you happen to catch any of the commercials during the Super Bowl? I watched, uh, I guess I saw some of them. I don't know, it was just like... uh... Larry David was hawking something. (laughs) Cryptocurrency. Is that what it was? Did you see the LeBron James one? That's the one that made me go, holy shit, how did they do that? What did he do? He's uh, he's basically talking. (laughs) (laughs) He's uh, having a conversation with his 19-year-old self or 18-year-old self, and it really, it looked good. Like, uh, you know, just that old scenario if you could talk to your younger self or whatever but like i don't know how they did it now Deep they fakes, had a lot man. there was a lot Deep of videos there, 
I guess so, and I still don't understand the technology behind that. But, I mean, obviously they had a lot of uh, footage to choose from, from somebody like him, because even when he was in high school, 16, 17 years old, uh, his games were on ESPN. So there's a lot of footage of him from that age. Mm-hmm. But however they did it, it made it look, you know, in terms – it didn't look fake in terms of, like, you know, him – the mouth syncing up with the audio and all that. Like, it just looked like Man. the real thing. So that was pretty cool. That's the only one that made me go, oh, that's neat. If you want to get into the, like, what's going to be real scary. I mean, think about mm-hmm. fake news and can you trust journalism. Wait until somebody starts coming up with that, like, where you can't disprove. Like, if there's yeah, no like way. we to, have you on video. Yeah, there's no way like, to technologically I, disprove that it's yeah. fake or not. If you want to frame yeah, somebody crazy. for a crime, if you want to, like, oh, this political candidate said this. I don't see I yeah I hate being all gloom and doom but if I think about it for more than a minute I'm like yeah I don't have a lot of hope for how things are going to turn out with elections and uh, yeah it just seems like I mean it was just the simple concept of all this amazing technology but how long till somebody uses it for bad? I mean, they are, it, we already are, but I'm saying, like well, you said, to yeah. what extent? Every, everybody got the gift of fire, and a few people are using it to learn how to cook and stay warm. But almost everybody's like, oh, I could burn people with this. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, that's but that's the only one that stuck out to me. There was, there was one uh, just for no real reason. Here's couple cast members from the sopranos i saw one I, like i don't even remember what the product was but there meadow and and aj were just driving cars I, maybe they were trying to replicate the uh the intro song or something i wasn't paying too close attention but that just seemed like sure throw them in there there was someone like tommy lee jones and, and other jones yeah and they're driving toyotas and then i was like it uh, i think here they're le- they're less impressive now that there's kind of a a much larger anti-capitalist corporate greed mm-hmm. thing now that now every commercial just seems like fuck yourself <laughs> like like at yeah. least for me there was <laughs> less charm in how clever and fun the commercials are and more of just like a I hate all, I hate all of it, the yeah just corporate we paid these people a bunch of money just to try and convince mm-hmm. you to give us your money One for thing gas vehicles, I which noticed. don't seem like they're going to be for sale in the next ten years anyway. Yeah, yeah, but well, how are you going to have faith in the, in the in the in the yeah in the in the in the quality of a gas vehicle, knowing that everything's going like people are just going to stop making them in ten years? Yeah. Do you think it'll be that soon? How long do you think before you can't buy a new gas-powered vehicle? Well, I know a lot of companies. Years, a lot years. of companies are pledging. I think it was a Volvo pledge to stop making them by some. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of car companies are pledging to stop making gas vehicles. So, yeah, how are you going to be <clears throat> convinced that, like, oh yeah, here's your ten-year hundred thousand hundred thousand mile warranty, but we won't even make this car in five years? Yeah, yeah. Um, One thing I noticed, and I I noticed this even before the Super Bowl ads, but when I was in radio, we'd hear a lot about, like, 
uh, target demographics and, you know, which demographics mm-hmm. spend the most money, blah, blah, blah. And, and I've heard this, you know, recently too, just being showbiz adjacent and just talking about what networks are looking for in terms of talent and that kind of thing. But I always have heard that the basically the target demo that most advertisers are trying to reach is the 18 to 24-year-old bracket. And while that demo doesn't earn the most money, that's the demo that has the most disposable income. You know, a lot of <laughs> not anymore aren't paying rent or kids. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, wh- anymore. Why aren't corporations but, more on board with eliminating student loan debt? Yeah, that's a great question. Why wouldn't you but want to give that spending is, power back to the people <laughs> who want to spend it? Yeah, yeah, I never quite understood that. But my point is. I've all I've ever heard is like advertisers are going after that eighteen to twenty four demographic, but then why is so much of popular culture now what with movies and TV and advertisements are nostalgia based? There's so much like oh references from the nineties or the eighties or this old celebrity or even look at the halftime show which I enjoyed, but like all these people were huge twenty twenty five years ago. That's just weird that like that juxtaposition of like all I've ever heard is 18 to 24 but now everything seems to be a reboot or a throwback or some sort of nostalgia from the 80s or 90s because think about in the 90s when they were rebooting Starsky and Hutch and all that kind of stuff from the 70s Mm -hmm. I think there's a 20 year overlap between what like because apparently from what Rachel's told me like 90s are back in fashion wise oh really yeah, like the stovepipe Jenko type things. Like that's what the kids are doing. Teens, really. When I was, people are bringing Jenkos back. But when I was in the nineties, everybody's doing hippie shit from like early mm-hmm. seven, late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. So that's twenty years. Uh, huh. Nineties, early aughts, people got psyched about the eighties. Now it's moved into the nineties, yeah. and so I think it's like. I think it makes a lot of sense because it's like, all right, we understand it because we were around at that time. If we were to have kids, they would likely be teenagers mm-hmm. that would also enjoy it. So I think that's like the overlap. I'm like, I remember this, okay. really? Because I like it now, too. And then we can. Yeah, hit them both. Yeah. Hit the kids and the parents. Yeah. Okay. That's what I th- I'm, that's um, what I'm thinking. Well, I wanted to talk today. I've, this is, uh, by the way, shout out to whoever uh, recommended this or suggested this rather uh, on the Reddit. Uh, big, big thanks to. The, I guess there's a whole thread on uh, topics that people would like to hear, and uh, I never really even thought about this one as a Boogie Monster topic. But why not? It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, I want to talk about subliminal advertising and mm-hmm. uh, piggyback off all these. Super Bowl ads. Uh, before I get into that, I was thinking about this question. Kyle, is there a type of advertisement, whether it be maybe, you know, the style of commercial or the product itself that works on you? That Like when you see a commercial for blank, you're like, huh, great idea. Let's go get one of those. I'm a little pissed at how much like Instagram ads get me. Really? Sometimes, about, like I bought uh, bought this, it's like a headband, but it's got little headphones into mm-hmm. it so you can wear it while you're sleeping. And it sucks, <clears throat> but I bought it. I bought two of them because mm-hmm. I'm like, Rachel, I want one too. And it sucked? 
Yeah, that's still like old school headphone things on your ears. So if you lay on your side, they're still pressing into your head. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it would be like some sort of flat. I'm like, of course, it's not going to be some space-aged uh, micro-thin speaker technology. It was 30 bucks. What did I think I was going to get? Like yeah. fucking NASA, NASA invented this anyway, or it's 30 bucks from Instagram. It's not just a <laughs> pair of headphones somebody sewed into a headband. Yeah. But I'm like, what were... Uh, <laughs> I've fallen prey to the Instagram ads, by the way, myself. So oh, yeah. Mind. I bought some bullshit I just, clothes. I, I've been burned. I bought, so. a, I bought a thing the other day that I thought was a great idea. I thought I was going to change my life, and it doesn't even fucking work. It sucks. Um, a uh, reusable, basically a uh, ergonomically correct reusable Q-tip. Little what? spiral thing. You said it. <laughs> I saw the little ad. You, you know, Q-tip. You know, I, I love the Q-tip uh, in my ear, like to to do the ear. Some tells but me you're you going the... way too far with those. So... <laughs> given given what I and the listeners have learned about you over the course of this show, <laughs> so no, you stick them all the way in and then they just disappear, right? Something tells me those are coming out <laughs> with a little bit of brain on the end of them. I've lost a couple inside. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but no, they they sold me with their little diagram, and I've heard this before about how you're not really supposed to do that with a Q-tip because you're basically just packing the wax deeper into your ear canal. It's not really yeah. extracting it. And uh, this is supposed to. This is like a little rubber Q-tip, but instead of a little rounded cotton end, it's got a, a rubber um, spiral or auger type thing. So like a little, you know. <laughs> Which, so you're just, you're yeah, just drilling it. Like you're you just boring it out. <laughs> <laughs> but the way the little uh, advertiser, they had this little animation thing, and it's like, oh, I see how this is supposed to like grab hold of the wax and pull it out. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I'll take two. I bought one for me and one for Katie, and uh, they just, they're just nothing happens. You just mm-hmm. stick it in there and you twist it, and nothing. It's not grabbing a hold of anything. So I feel like a real idiot, Kyle. But that that, I, and it's also easy too. It's also like click here, click here. You bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the one thing, not an advertisement per se, but uh, every time I see a cold beer like in a show or a movie, I'm like, yes. I remember one time about ten, fifteen years ago, I was, I had stopped drinking just momentarily. Just I'm gonna take a month off, just just to kind of. You know, mm-hmm. for health benefits, and I watched by I'm I made the mistake of watching that dumb movie Beer Fest, and it was a <laughs> goofy, terrible movie. But the whole movie, I was just horned up for a cold beer. I was just like, oh my god! And then since then, like every now and then, I'll just be watching some random movie, and guy will have like a cold bottle of Budweiser, and I'm like, god damn it, get out of my way! I got to go get a Budweiser. Yeah, so that's the only thing that really sucks me in. Um, even the food, you would think the food commercials, you know, yes, yeah, sometimes like, oh, that sure does look like a nice cheeseburger. But I don't know. It, it just it never gets me as much as like a, a cold beer in a movie. I, I Yeah, that one works. I'm trying to th- I'm really, I, I want to I want my answer to be like, nope, I don't fall for that shit. But that's not true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I do get annoyed at advertisements sometimes, but, you know, I mean, that's just part of capitalism. 
I understand that, but uh, I'd like yeah. to think that like I'm not I'm not going to fall for any of this stupid shit. But uh, want to talk a little bit about subliminal advertising today because we might be falling for shit we don't even know we're falling for. This we of, uh, this the, we this podcast was already interrupted once for a mid roll ad, probably. Yeah, probably so. It exists. It's out probably. there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just to be clear, subliminal messages, what I'm referring to, also called hidden messages, uh, one that's designed to pass below the normal limits of perception, so says uh, this website. Um, basically, the the broad concept is, you know, they're, they're flashing you either literal images or suggestive images or whatever that, that you're only your subconscious can pick up on that consciously you you don't remember you know being exposed to whatever they're trying to expose you to um but apparently it's supposed to work and uh there's different types but i sent you a few uh Mm -hmm. logos and, and print ads and what have you and uh, some of them are pretty interesting. Some of these I knew about. Some of them I didn't know about. I just now recently learned about the uh, the FedEx thing, the FedEx logo, the the arrow inside the FedEx logo. Yeah, you ever noticed that? But is it subliminal yeah, if know. you only see it when somebody points it out? Like, is that subliminal? I don't think that's subliminal. That's just like clever. Like mm-hmm. that's design. I don't call that subliminal because what's it getting you to do? You already know what FedEx does. It's just here's an arrow to. Here's a yeah. That's not what subliminal. Subliminal is like you don't notice this thing to in a, to convince you to use mm-hmm. the product. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I think it's yeah. More, I know what you're saying. That's just clever design. Be- yeah, and also like, okay, it's an arrow. Is that going? Whether I if I notice it, if I don't notice it. Am I going to like your company more because now I see an arrow? Like, what's that supposed to do for me? That's what I mean. Oh, I don't think it's tricking anybody. Oh, they're going in the anybody. right direction. Yeah, yeah, like Amazon going to A to Z. It's like, oh, that's neat. That's a that's a clever I thing just, you put in there. It doesn't mean I'm I'm like, oh, now I should use Amazon. Unless the fact I that just we're talking about that it one. now. Yeah, I never noticed. I noticed obviously the arrow. I always thought the arrow kind of looked phallic. I was like, what is that? That just a. Uh, Long curvy dick. What are we I looking mean, yeah, at? Here? Dicks and I never noticed that. It, I didn't know it went from A to Z. I, I just now noticed that one. Oh yeah, there's a lot of dicks here. One that I sent you. There's an old ad for <laughs> Dickies. Ironically, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, this ad for Dickies. This looks like it's probably in the 70s or 80s. And the uh, the caption or whatever just says Dickies are for moving men. And it's got two guys, and they look like they're you know maybe movers. They got the the coveralls on, and they're 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 carrying a giant uh, horseshoe. It's a horseshoe. Like a it's the Dickies logo, and it looks like it's their dicks. Dickies logo. Oh, I, I never I, noticed that the Dickies logo was a horseshoe. That's yeah, a See, D. Look at this. I don't pay attention to any of this shit. Yeah, so I thought clearly it, was a D. it doesn't work. Clearly, none of this works. Because yeah. <laughs> you haven't uh, noticed any of these. Yeah, I don't notice. Yeah, it looks yeah, like they're boy, holding dicks. Lo- looks like they're both holding giant dicks. I, I think, I think then, it's like, more is like... That a, supposed, is that a play on words with dickies, or is it like it's masculine? These dickies is for men with dicks. What's the, what's I the think point it's just. A, I think it's just... A, I think it's like, hey, it looks like they're holding dicks, and then you talk uh-huh. about it. 
Yeah. You know? Okay. Like, why? Like, I, I know more about bad comedians than I do good comedians because bad comedians have done some shit to get rile, rile people up. Mm-hmm. But they're not funny, but people know more about them. I shouldn't say bad comedians, but, like, just people that are always out there starting some sort of controversy, like, you know, mm-hmm. trolls or rabble-rousers or whatever. Yeah. Because it got, well, it got, it got the Stern, attention. I think Stern mentioned one time that, uh, you know, he's very polarizing, or at least he was mm-hmm. in his prime. And uh, <clears throat> I think they even mentioned this in the movie, but I've also heard it from his mouth. But, like, during his prime when he was very polarizing and he had so many haters, yeah. uh, the haters actually listened more than the fans did. They listened yeah. longer each day because they wanted to hear – they wanted to get some more fuel to hate him. Yeah. So that's it. And he was like, I don't give a shit if you like me or not, as long as you keep listening. Well, that's why I was joking about, like, you know, f- mediocre comedians that become libertarians or vice versa. I don't know which it is. But the fact when, like, oh, you could tell when somebody realized that they can get more attention being a troll than they could trying to be a good comic. <clears throat> yeah. So I can, mm-hmm. I can get people upset easier. It's easier to get people upset than it is to make them laugh. Which mm-hmm. is why you see mediocre comedians turning to this, like, oh, I'm just speaking the truth. I'm just getting in your face about this. Like, oh no, it's because you were a shit comic. Yep. And now you think it's a, like people are shutting you down because it's freedom. It's like no, you're a bad comic. That's my yeah. two cents. <laughs> What's this one? You sent me this Intel ad. I sent you an Intel ad. It's in this list of. Uh, Things that you let these advertisements that you sent me. It's an Intel ad. It's a guy in an office. It says multiplying oh, computing oh, oh, performance oh, right. at maximum. <clears throat> let me describe it for the listeners. Yes. It's a fellow in an office standing in a row of cubicles. Looks like it's got six kind of like track stars uh, with their mm-hmm. hands down, looking like they're going to start to like at the beginning of a race, whatever that position's mm-hmm. called. It says, multiply computing performance and maximize the power of your employees. Is this because the the six people down on the ground, like they're going to start racing, are are black, and it looks like they're bowing to the white guy that's in the middle? Yes. Yes. Uh, This is an example of of one that I found that they think is uh, subliminally racist. Um, I didn't even notice the deeper racist thing. I thought, okay, like you said, it's it's the white boss standing yeah. in the middle of the room, and then he's surrounded by six track stars. I thought the racist part was that uh, all six of the track stars are black. Like, uh, you know, What's they're, the they're better athletes. Guy, right? Oh, I didn't even notice. Is it the same guy, or is it just six black dudes? Yeah, they look very similar. Um, yeah, I think it's just but a yeah, bad I guess the, choice for this is just an advertising <laughs> firm that got fired. That's what it is. Yeah, and then the deeper possible racist tone is is the fact that uh, they're bowing down to the white master. You know, it might be a metaphor for slavery or <laughs> yeah. Or I think this is just a uh, this is just a terrible ad that shouldn't have gotten approved. <laughs> yeah. Is what that is. <laughs> and then so you, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's an odd one. Do you, that first one I sent. Now, there's not much subliminal about this one. This might just be an example of uh, just sexual overtones. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, I don't what remember this. I don't remember. I, it I it seems out, like this would not have made it. They say this is from '09. It's a Burger King ad uh, advertising the BK Super Seven Incher. 
So even right there, that's for, a little bit. First uh, off, I'm grossed out by this. <laughs> it's the Super 7-incher. And uh, the text is, it'll blow your mind away. And then there's a picture of a young blonde lady with her mouth agape uh, a couple inches from the 7-incher. Okay. Looks like the 7-incher is about to go in her mouth. It'll mm. blow your mind away. BK well, Super 7-incher. All right, okay, and here's, get it. here's two clicks into this story. <laughs> is, uh According to uh, foxnews.com, take it or leave it, a model whose face appeared in a racy Burger King ad said the fast food chain did not ask for her consent to use the image of her in that way and is calling for a boycott. Mm-hmm. Ad for the seven-incher sandwich, which, which was released in Singapore in 2009. So this is Singapore. Shows oh, the okay. ad with the woman with her mouth open and a big burger coming in. It'll blow your um, blow your mind away. At the time, it was criticized as being distasteful. Model did not agree to it. So yeah, just uh, yeah. Somebody bought I'm the stock image of her and did that. I'm more offended that they're trying to sell a, a non-circular burger patty. I don't need an oblong burger. I know Wendy's does the square. I'm fine with that. Well, we've discussed square circles. You yeah. want burgers? Burgers should be wider, not taller. That's what I was telling Rachel. Steakhouse. Like a burger at a steakhouse, it doesn't appeal to me. It's like too much meat versus the ratio of all the other stuff you get. Well, you're also a vegetarian, you know. If the meat is good, but if the meat is good, I I, I agree with what you're saying in regards to like a McDonald's double quarter pounder. That's too much mediocre meat. But if it's a good burger, I don't mind a thick burger. But it's still just a pile of ground beef. Yeah, what's wrong with that? If I'm going to have that much meat in a place, it'll be a steak. It'll be assembled. <laughs> it'll be assembled. <laughs> you pull it apart just to Speak- pile it up again. Speaking of which, dude, Moosecraft Barbecue. Speaking of the Super 7-incher. I've talked about Moosecraft Barbecue, right, on here? Yes. How, uh, they're in Lincoln Heights, basically downtown Los Angeles. My, a, a, it might be the best barbecue in the country. <clears throat> Sorry. The country? In Texas. In the country. I'm not saying it's wow. hands down easily the best. Wow. It might be. It's on the short list. I've had Franklin. I've had La Barbecue. I've had Fox Brothers. And I, I love all those places. All those places are amazing. This place is right there with them. It's in, it's in the same club. Mm-hmm. It's okay. incredible. But also, shout out, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they do a special. They do a smoked brisket burger. They take all the trimmings from the briskets that they've made that week, the little trimmings that they didn't that they want mm-hmm. to cut off or whatever. They grind that up like, like regular ground beef, and then they patty it up. And then they smoke it. They sear Damn. it on. They sear it on the flat top for a few seconds. Get a little sear on there on both sides, and then they finish it off in the smoker. And it is a big, thick, smoky burger. That sounds sexy. It that is sounds great. Like a sexy it meal. is homemade pickles, a uh, little red onion, some sort of uh, chipotle mayo or something. Little little sauce they put on there. Uh, two slices of American cheese. Oh. Boy. Oh, boy. I'll say this. Crap barbecue. I had a realization last night. You're talking about advertising that works on me. Not necessarily advertising, but I realized I always got excited when I'd see a cartoon picnic. 
the whenever there was <laughs> whenever like there was the the bone in ham yes. in a cartoon. Yes. Fuck. Oh, that shank, that, that ham like, leg. If you could bite into it and mm. just leave your teeth marks. I, oh, yes. I was like, I want whatever that is. I want that food. Or or with the cartoon eats the chicken leg and they take all the meat off the bone and mm-hmm. just leave the bone and I can I can do that with a uh with a chicken drum. Somebody was trying I, to like this techniques. Is, yeah, somebody's like, this is how you eat the flats. And then they just push all the meat down with their hand to the bottom and then put them like, just, just eat. Like, I've probably done that. I get it. But the that, fact that like, a technique. It, the fact that you got to like alpha male a meal. <laughs> fuck you. Watch this, pussy. Fuck you. This is how you do Shut the, <laughs> shove it up your ass. <laughs> That's how I eat it. I shove it up my ass. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh my god! I just, I just, anytime something's got to be like you're doing it wrong. Here's a, a real man. Does. A real man shuts the oh. fuck up and let, uh, follows to each their own. <clears throat> my uh, grandfather used to love to go to a place called Jilly's Ribs with a G. Later, mm. we learned that uh, they were owned by the mafia. All right. But in Roswell, Georgia, we'd go to Jilly's Ribs. My grandfather loved it. My dad loved it. it so, like, you know, a couple times a year, somebody's birthday or Easter Sunday or something, the whole family go to Jilly's Ribs. And uh, looking back now, they were they were just oven-baked baby back ribs. Yeah. They weren't truly smoked. You know, it's like, all right, my family didn't know shit about barbecue back in the day. <laughs> but, you know, God rest their soul. <laughs> but I, they did have the uh, onion ring loaf that was amazing. The little shoestring onion rings that have been molded into like a meatloaf or a loaf, and you just bring it for the table, and you just kind of, you know, you fork it off and get your little chunk there. How so, yeah. anybody uh, in the ribs. South lives past the age yeah. of 32, I have no idea. <laughs> but my grandfather, I used to remember being like little bitty. That's why the Republican we, Party is younger than Democrats, because all the old ones <laughs> die from heart attacks. <laughs> But my grandfather would eat his baby back ribs, and he'd clean the bones so well, and he'd always... He, my grandfather talked like Foghorn Leghorn. He'd call me son. Now, here, son. Now, son, David, come here, son. Now, here's how you eat a baby back rib. And he'd clean it so well, he'd say something like, so clean I could put it in my mouth and pull it out through my nose. Okay. That's amazing, grandfather. That's, now, here. <laughs> you didn't get all the meat off that bone, son. Now, come here. Yeah, he fancied himself a South Georgia plantation owner. <laughs> well, I remember you doing that. I forget who I was with. We were eating wings, and they kind of just you're just like, what are, you, what are you doing here? And you like came in and did cleanup. You went street yeah. sweeper on those wings, and I was, I was happy for him. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't abuse. That wasn't abuse. Yeah. Like, don't order wings if this is how you're going to eat them. Like, I get that. I don't don't be wasteful. Uh-huh. But yeah, this whole waste. like you gotta you just gotta pull the meat off, push it down like this, and then you got like just eat your own fingers, you sicko. <laughs> <laughs> you're just getting you're just getting ready to suck the meat off a skeleton. Oh. <laughs> I told you about uh, wing or bash night. Did I tell you about bash night at Buffalo's in Woodstock, Georgia? Not Buffalo Wild Wings. This is just a place called Buffalo's, and they they did have no. great wings. And every Tuesday was bash night, and uh, it was like nine ninety nine, and all you could eat, literally all you can eat. And we'd go down there. Uh, 
it, it was Thursday nights. And coincidentally, during football season, Thursday was your light day. We do uh, just shorts. We just go through the motions, go through the game. Thursday was an easy practice getting ready for Friday night's game. So every okay. Thursday this high school? after practice, high school, uh, every Thursday after practice, um, about 10 of us would go down to, to bash night. And, like, we just shut them down. You got, like, 10 big high school football players coming yeah. in, all you can eat. <clears throat> Like, not only do we have the appetites, but we also had the machismo and the bravado. I'm going to eat the most. Fuck you. I'm going to eat the most. And uh, one time I got second place. I never won because we had some big boys. But I, I <laughs> technically, and you can't see me, but I'm putting air quotes behind 82. I ate 82 wings. But in reality, around 60 or 65, we would literally, you talk about wasteful, like, we just take a couple of nibbles and throw it in the, you know, 63, you know, just lick it, 64. <laughs> like, those, that last couple dozen, just so wasteful. And, like, I don't know how we, you know, none of my buddies were calling us out. Like, hey, asshole, you barely ate that one. But I remember I ate 82, yeah. but I really ate about 50 and licked about 30 of them. That's still 25 chickens worth. Wow, if you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm putting it. You feel awful. That's 25 <laughs> wingless, legless chickens. Oh, man. How you get a chicken leg but then have a drummy? What's that now? You eat chicken, you get a chicken leg, right? Uh-huh. How is the drumstick and wings? Where's that from? That's his forearm. What? The drum's not really a leg. It's part of his wing. What? Also, not from a buffalo. Wait, hold on, man. The drum and the flat. That's that's his wing. The This is fucking with my whole day. You thought man. it was like little legs? Yeah. I get that they do look similar. <laughs> I thought they were shittier birds, and that's why they were the ones for the wings. No, it's the same way that your your forearm and your shin are kind of similar in structure. Oh. To think, I was about to break edge and get wings, and for some reason this information is possibly (laughs) steering me away. You thought they were shitty little chickens? I just never never thought about it that much. (laughs) I just never, I was like, oh, here's little legs. Without really giving right much there. concern to where it came from. That's a man who's never butchered his own chicken right there. I killed birds. I shot birds and mm-hmm. plucked them. Yeah. But didn't think that? about didn't think yeah. The one time I, hmm. I was like I went hunting. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I yeah, did for a show, yeah, a show that didn't get made. Yeah. Shot them, plucked them, helped prepare them. Mm-hmm. Uh I still might go get some wings. Wow. All right. Okay. You know what? It's okay to admit that you didn't know something, and now I learned. Mm-hmm. Oh, our, lift dri- our lift driver back last night back from uh, going out to eat, he was like, he's like, yeah, you know, he's, I like to go here, and there's always good restaurants and places. Like, I'm kind of a foodie. I'm like, oh, where would you go for wings? He's like, Wingstop's pretty good. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm a foodie. 
<laughs> but I kind of made fun of him. Like, really? You're going to throw Wingstop at me? He's like, they're good wings. <laughs> like, okay, then. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't know. I haven't been to Wingstop. But I told him, like, I, I just want, like, sports bar type wings. So maybe. Mm-hmm. But Dave, you tell me. What's your opinion of Wingstop wings? They're They're fine. They're fine. They're better than Hooters, I think. But uh, yeah, Hooters does all right because I, I can get the buffalo shrimp over at Hooters. I don't mind like on the yeah, road. No. Hooters yeah. is not a bad stop for a vegetarian. Yeah, we stopped there. Road I food. Enjoyed. Yeah. That's where I I broke one of my rules. I normally don't mess with chicken fingers, but because I'm not crazy about their wings, a, a well done buffalo finger with some good blue cheese. I've talked shit on chicken fingers before. But buffalo I, finger sounds like a sex move a that you finger. only do once. <laughs> <laughs> Why only once? Because oh, it's so gross. Cause, yeah, because it burns. <laughs> Better get some blue cheese oh, up there pretty quick, otherwise you got a trip oh, to the shit. ER coming. <laughs> quick, fill a celery stalk with some ranch dressing and shoot it up my asshole. <laughs> She gave me the buffalo finger. <laughs> Only got about five minutes before I go into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That is so stupid. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, let me show you. Let's let's get a few more of these pictures in Where, here real quick. But where's, this your, one. where's your favorite wings? Oh, it's probably Albert, right? The Albert. Uh. Smoked yeah, wings. well, you're talking two different things. Yeah, smoked wings, buffalo wings, two different animals. Favorite, if, literally, not really. But favorite yeah, chain, favorite chain wings. Since I'm trying to like figure out if you're going to defend Wingstop or not here. Uh, uh, Outback, Outback has really oh. good wings. Okay, wow. Yeah, Outback has. So- they do something weird to them. They're not straight up buffalo. You know how like the OG Hooters wings are basically fried chicken. They're the breaded wings. And that was my original, no pun intended, beef with Hooters, is I don't want a fucking breaded Breaded, no, chicken. I'm with you on that. Breaded's, yeah, well, get out of here. I, I got fried chicken for that, and I could eat, you know, I'd rather have, if I'm going breaded, just give me real fried chicken. Give me a fried chicken thigh yeah, or leg. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. has a lot more meat on it. Yeah. Um, but they, to their credit, they've since, they get the little Daytona wing, and they do a quote-unquote smoked wing, which is horse shit. It's not really smoked, or it doesn't taste like it. But horse anyway, shit. two different ball games <laughs> when you're talking buffalo wings and smoked wings. Now, if I had to pick between the two, if it's well done, if it's done properly, uh, smoked wing all day. But yeah, I love okay. a good smoked chicken wing. Um, okay. But in terms of like just regular chain mainstream wings uh outback real solid they do kind of a hybrid it's it's a it's real subtle breading but not like enough to where you can even notice it or crunch into it but there's just there's a little extra texture to it and then just their seasoning their their base uh like dredge and seasoning Mm -hmm. is uh it's unique and and just really hits the spot so yeah big fan big fan but uh, I do think a, a good smoked chicken wing, like from the Albert, uh, oh, those that same place that you had the ribs when uh, Wes mm-hmm. brought over barbecue in Birmingham, that's from Rodney Scott's barbecue. And those, I think I said it that night in the moment, and I'm sorry to my uh, Atlanta Albert brethren, um, <laughs> I always thought, I thought the Albert was the best smoked wing I've ever had, but I think Rodney Scott's got to beat. I think I had one of those too. I remember that was that's one of the best wings I've ever had. Okay, but yeah, yeah, Outback, give that a shot. Good, good wings. Like got some stupid 
Australian name, the Kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on that menu's got some Australian reference. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah! But let's finish. I want to show right. you a couple more of these pictures. Let's get into uh, this. One, Real a lot of people, topic. I saw a lot of people upset about this uh, KFC Snacker. There's uh, A couple years ago, they did the uh, KFC Snacker, 99 cent. And if you look closely at that picture, uh, towards the right, the lettuce, there's a dollar bill. There's a small image of a dollar bill hidden amongst the lettuce. All right. And I've read people, I read accounts, of, well, it's just, you know, the almighty dollar and corporate greed. Maybe it's in reference <laughs> to the 99 cent sandwich that it's advertising yeah Maybe it's, you know it's just a buck just a f- like you know? i think it's people like the idea of easter eggs now Mm-hmm. like just it's just a fun like i i don't think it's sinister mm-hmm. it's still advertising so it's basically sinister and on some regard okay yeah. yeah because here here's an article again just one little bit of research mm-hmm. Uh, Which I, people I are being asked to seek it out for a chance to receive a free Snackers sandwich. Special images is, hi- is hidden inside the latest TV spot. First 1,000 people who spot the image and fill out the form at KFC.com will re- receive a coupon for a free sandwich. That's yeah, all it is. See? Point. It's an Easter oh, egg. It's okay. a, like a little find a thing. All right. Speaking go. of Easter egg, jump ahead to the uh, Joe Camel, the... Uh, Marlboro. Is it Marlboro? Camels. Duh. Camel. I'm, I'm obviously not a smoker. <laughs> what, uh, what cigarette makes the camel logo? Uh, camel. Um, speaking of uh, seeing shit, what, are they, what do you call it? What's that term? It's called um, uh, pareidolia. It's like when you see stuff in the clouds or you see yeah, Jesus in a piece of toast. I don't buy Is, this. This might be a classic case of pareidolia because they're saying that uh, inside, if you look closely in the camel... That its front, uh, its foreleg there is, you could see a man standing yeah. with a boner. Yeah. I don't and know about that. I don't think you can at all. And also, Joe Camel, everybody was like, his big old dick nose Joe Camel. Yeah. Because yeah, first off, this one, knows. yeah, this one they have to point out where a guy might be shaped. They conveniently cut the bottom off where you can't see that the feet would be pointing backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one, I don't know where you got this. And this is the shape of a man, but has a face coming out of his chest. Like, I don't understand who who came up with this one as some not well person <laughs> that's just looking for naked dudes everywhere. Joe Camel was the big one immediately. That His face was a dick and balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dick and balls. Now, this next one, jump ahead to that uh, Coca-Cola ad. Okay, let's describe what people are seeing here. All right, there's, this, this is from the 70s or 80s. It's a, just a 20-ounce bottle of Coke, and it says, Feel the curves, and the Coke is uh, sitting in some ice cubes. And then if you uh, zoom in on one of those ice cubes, apparently it does kind of look like a, a phallic uh, about an inch away from somebody's face. Yeah, yeah. Or, or is that pareidolia? What do you think? Is that pareidolia? No, that or is looks that on like purpose? that looks like somebody drew a like a blowjob about to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people snuck. And that the story stuff there in. is that yeah, apparently the story behind that is apparently the artist did that on purpose, and then he got fired because of that. Yeah, trying to sneak uh, sneak dirty things in. It was like what is on the cover of uh, Little Mermaid? It's a bunch of cranks. Oh yeah, yep. 
I'm oh, and then also, I, I, we talked about this a few years ago, but there was a, because uh, I remember discovering this like in the wild uh, back in high school, uh, there was some brand of air freshener, and then they had all these flowers mm-hmm. on, on the label, and uh, amongst the flowers was a, was a penis. And it clear it it looks like yep that's that's and well, it wasn't a drawing of a Google penis it, looked, it was a photograph air freshener dick yeah <laughs> I googled it and if only <clears throat> it is let's see what it is here it is uh, renews it fresh cut flowers. You see it? And it looks like there's a, yeah, there's a dick just, could be, could be, really could be. A lot of things look like dicks out uh, there, though. That's that's true. The uh, Dodge Ram one, the Dodge trucks, did you get that one I sent you? Now, is it, this could be legit or this could be just total bullshit, but they're saying the logo of the Dodge Ram, which is basically just a ram's head, if you think about the front head-on shot of a ram's head with the with the horns and whatnot. They're saying that's uh, basically a female anatomy. Okay. That's comparison. That's why been made all the time, though. That's, oh, really? Yeah, I've never like heard a cow this skull, or you know, looks like a mm-hmm. ram. Yeah, that's been made. Why men are so attracted to Dodge trucks? Because you got uh, you got all the parts. But right then there. explain what the fuck does a Ford logo do to dudes? Yeah, so, maybe they just missed the boat. Maybe yeah. Not oh, oh, does that mean you're gay because you drive Ford? It doesn't look like a big pussy. <laughs> I never got into that whole that that was a big thing in the South, especially growing up as a as a boy. Like, yeah. you got better pick a side, dude. Ford or Chevy. Yeah, everything has side. to be binary. Everything has to be this yeah. or that. Never. Who cares? I never bought into that. I liked them all. Yeah, and then I, this last one's an old I liked school car I could uh, afford. Yeah. <laughs> now this kind of shit is interesting when uh, like inverted images when you turn something upside down mm-hmm. it looks completely different. This is an old looks kind of like a mom and pop ad from back in the day for DJ Flooring and uh their their slogan was laid by the best. Mm-hmm. And then it's just an image of a lady holding a martini. If you turn it upside down it does kind of look like uh some fingers <laughs> some, some self pleasure going on there. Yeah. Looks like, uh, and the fact that their slogan is laid by the best, I believe that you know this is on purpose and not an accident. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him trying to sneak a little thing in there. Hmm. I mean, all right, sure. A couple tricksters out there, but, and I, I did believe it or not read a little bit about this. And there's no scientific proof that any of this shit works. Because, like, I don't know how you would prove. Now, there was there was an origin story back in the 50s. Apparently, uh, some dude wrote a book, and in that book he talks about how there was a study done, uh, I think in the late 50s, at certain movie theaters where they would flash these quick little images, like literally uh, one three-thousandth of a second. And these certain movies, uh, the, they would advertise popcorn and Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, and the following year... Uh, Popcorn and Coke sales and movie theaters went up seventeen percent. Blah blah blah. And then later they they admitted that no, it's bullshit. Like none of that happened. But they was just talking about the concept. It was like one of the first mentions of the concept of subliminal advertising. So like 
there's no real proof that any of this works, and and I still don't understand how. Like that, for example, is kind of a reoccurring theme in some of this, in terms of like the the flashing an image, like for just a split second. But if you can't, and 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 they say that this is kind of the whole point. But it's my question is if your eyes can't see it. If you can't read it and make it out, how's it supposed to get? How's it supposed to be useful? How's that going to find its way into my brain? That's what I mean. If I, th- I didn't process it initially, I think it's less that it's subliminal and more that it's like clever advertising, like <clears throat> oh, like the, the Tostitos logo that you send, where it's like it's two people dipping a chip in a thing. You'd see that, and then you'd point it out to somebody. Oh, look, you see in this logo. Now they just put that name in the in the, a conversation somewhere. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah, less that it's. I think it's less like all of a sudden, like I want Tostitos. It's more of look at this neat thing, and then you point it out mm-hmm. to somebody, and now people are talking about your brand. Now they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that Tostitos. By the way, everybody's talking about it. it's two guys eating <laughs> chips and salsa. Yes, it's also tit. That's well, tit. Go. That's what it is. T I T baby. I always got upset. How not upset. But, you know, like the, the TV Guide channel mm-hmm. uh, will, like, if there's a half-hour show, it's got to cut the title short. And there's a show on Nickelodeon called Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. What do you think that? <laughs> every time, I'm like, nobody's saying anything about this yet? Yeah, yeah, that someone's got to catch My TV Guide that. channel is just like, Teen Tit. Fucking. What are you watching, honey? Not. I promise it's not what it looks like. Yeah, just... I feel like of, of how hypersensitive the world is to so many things. Yeah. Like, this is not one that we're like, we could change this, I think. It's harmless enough, but. You know what I've noticed in terms of advertising in the last, not recently, but probably the last 20 years, is how much comedy is attempted and used in advertisement, as opposed to when I was a kid. I feel like when I was a kid, commercials were just more straightforward. Like, here's our product, and here's where you can get it. But now there's just a lot of like subtle and abstract comedy. Yeah, try to entertain maybe, the Skittles ads that yeah. were just weird things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody knows what Skittles are. You can't be like, hey, mm-hmm. remember? Basically, remember Skittles? Here's some weird shit. Here's some Tim, Eric, Tim and Eric style goofiness that people will again get people to share the ad. Convince. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I hate to admit, but a smart move of like, look at internet, look at what gets shared, how things go viral. Like, just make that the ad. Who ca- it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with everybody knows what a fucking Skittle is. Mm-hmm. Make it this, make it this weird thing. And it's comedy and people like to share comedy and it happens to be Skittles. Probably incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this is less like, Subliminally tricking your brain to remember a product, and more of like, mm-hmm. "Hey, that was this is water cooler talk." Did you see this one? Yeah, but then mm-hmm. again, like I don't, I still don't believe that I could be hypnotized, and that I have no basis on that. I've never, no one's ever attempted. But I just I, that concept, and and I know that a lot of people do get hypnotized. So maybe there's some of that going on that, you know, on a subconscious level that we can't even identify or articulate. This one's saying that the Toyota logo is uh, subliminal. 
Oh no, it's not. It's just that all the letters are represented on the logo. That's just design. Yeah, that's None just the, design. And it's not even yeah. really true because you also have to like, you know, if you cut off certain parts, yes, you can make a Y or you can make it. You know what I mean? Because I, I was looking at that when I'm like, where's the Y? It's like, well, if you shade in, you know, if you get rid of some negative space there. Yeah, and also this is a subject that has popped up. Like the first pages of Google are just clickbait websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's out there. What do you have? You been subjected to any of it today through talking about this? Do you want a big long Burger <laughs> King sandwich right now? Do you want a, a buffalo finger? I, I don't want anything from Burger King. By the way, America, wake the fuck up. <laughs> the Burger King OG Trigger. chicken sandwich. Can we stop acting like that's good? That is goddamn high school lunch food. Oh, who's, oh the OG chicken Oh, they're real proud of that particle board piece of shit. Well, who's saying it's good other than Burger King? Oh, I've, I've heard people talk about that. I mean, oh, no, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. You're, you're stupid. You're dumb if you think that is good. That's when same you, way I feel about Taco Bell. I think those I are the kind better. of those are the menu items that exist when you're like, all right, I got a half hour, forty five minute lunch break. I got to go through a drive through. I've already hit all this shit this week. I just want to change mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, I've been there. Ugh. No, it, yeah, and I, I'll say it again. Like I'm not not shaming anybody if you're eating bullshit like that. Uh, for financial reasons. If you're trying to be on a budget, I get that. I lived mm-hmm. off those goddamn awful two for 99 cent Jack in the Box, Jack oh, yeah, in the Box tacos. Just absolute garbage. Two for two? But, the, uh, the cheese McDonald's cheeseburgers, two for two? Or was double cheeseburgers, yeah. I think. Yeah. Those were, those were glory on. days when you could get two yeah, double now, cheeseburgers for two bucks. I, I'll admit, like, all right, I, I refuse to eat Taco Bell or Jack in the Box. I'll admit... McDonald's is a guilty pleasure, and I know that it's probably just as bad, it's pr- if not worse. But if I was something gonna, about yeah, they covered up a cheese. I don't know the cheese and the and the onions make you forget you're eating grade D beef. Mm-hmm. I I would never want the quarter pounders was too much beef. Big Mac though, mm-hmm. shit, girl. <laughs> Love a Big Mac. They're supposed like to be getting. Me. They're supposed to be getting plant, plant based burgers patties soon. <laughs> I got to roll out and try them chicken nuggets from KFC. I know they're bad. I already know they're bad, but I got to. I got to try. Oh. oh, oh, the uh, the Beyond Meat or the yeah, yeah, whatever that, those. They don't even look think, good in the like, ads. They you should try subliminally advertising those because they look like shit in the ads. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would be all up on some McDonald's <laughs> Beyond Meat. I've yet to have any Beyond stuff, but. I like the concept of McDonald's. I like the cheese and the onions and the bun and the ketchup. Uh, if I could enjoy that and also know that I'm probably not eating beef that's formed from a thousand different cows, yeah, that would be nice. It's a little bit about the sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, McDonald's now six. How much are? Let's see how much these things cost. That might be preventability. KFC. Let's see. KFC menu. Give me an idea. Let me see your menu. Well, the prices change. I can't just go to their their full menu. That's what's weird. Like, like 
uh, fast food chicken places are far more prevalent throughout the world, I th- <clears throat> or at least that's what I've seen. Oh, I don't really? know if like, chicken's just easier to raise or what. Hmm. Beyond fry, okay, six-piece <clears throat> see location for pricing. Let me do All right, set my location. Let's see. Why you got to know all this shit, dog? <laughs> Why you got to know all this info about me? I just want to know how much you... <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> let me see. Let me see what these things cost. Fucking, how much do you think six of these fake chicken bits cost at KFC? Yeah, I'm gonna say four ninety nine. Talk seven ninety nine. No way, more than a dollar a nugget. More than a, over a dollar a nugget. That's that's not good. Twelve pieces but, put you at fifteen bucks. Hmm. Save a dollar, get twelve. I, I'll fire him off. I'll fire him off. Come back with a with a review next week. Yeah, do that. I'd love to hear. Right. Now that that's the only thing I would eat from KFC. I I won't eat there. Yeah, throw them in the in the same club as uh, Taco mm-hmm. Bell and Jack in the Box. I just I'm not eating that. No tenders. Garbage. No, not from KFC. Fuck no. Mashed potato bowl. Fuck their mashed potato. Fuck their potato. <laughs> Ma- instant mashed potatoes. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> mashed potatoes is the easiest thing in the world to to cook. <laughs> I'm not eating powdered instant bullshit mashed potatoes. Go fuck yourself. They got a different kind of Mountain Dew. They got a Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. How about that? This is a this is a different kind of Mountain. You get would you want a sweet tea Mountain Dew? I'm, I'm, I don't okay. know what a Mountain I'll, Dew I'll Sweet Lightning that. is. That just cut your leg I'll off and that. send you on your way. <laughs> Mountain Dew Sweet <laughs> Lightning. What kind of? Ooh. Pure abomination is this? That's what the hardest I ever laughed when I, I it was early days in L.A. at the old Largo on Fairfax, mm-hmm. and it was like that was the OG alternative comedy spot. That if like you got a yeah. spot on there, that was like the game changer. Like I think that's how I got to open for Patton. Was he saw me on that show? Mm-hmm. But it was Patton on that show talking about how. Uh, like they have these experimental menu items that they just try in certain markets, and if they're no, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about the the mega leg, mega leg, <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. He's like, you haven't had it, but the people in Knoxville, Tennessee, have, and they have the eye boils to prove it. And I, I remember just <laughs> like falling in love with comedy all over again in that room, watching yeah. like people just be excited to see a show. And yeah. it wasn't quite, it wasn't like so like, oh, we're laughing at the alternative thing because it's not what everybody else digs. It was like, no, this is just really good comedy yeah. that isn't about wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was my guy. He's he's the guy that made me want to do stand-up. Yeah. Bad he's he's, he's, still, he's and, still the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he's the one that, uh, that I, the first comic that I saw, you know, of that ilk of like, oh, Okay, you you don't have to wear a goofy blazer and talk about airline food. Got it? Yeah, yeah. Him and him and David Cross. I was really a big fan of David Cross early on, and then once I kind of learned to do stand up, I my appreciation and not shit talking, but my appreciation declined. He's a little little rambly and a little loose. Where Patton, you know, was really more of like a craftsman. Yeah, yeah. David Cross was more of a vibe. 
Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dog. Speaking of which, where you at this weekend? Omaha, Nebraska. Omer Hay, Nurba Hay. What are you doing, Funny Bone? Funny Bones. The funniest of bones. Funniest of all the bones. God, doing a 6.30 a.m. phoner on Thursday. Ooh. Ooh. That's going to sell tickets. Hey, tune in to the radio. You know everybody still listens to the radio at 6.30 a.m.? Tune in while I yawn. (laughs) At least I'm doing it from home, but... I still like a fucking. I keep it moves tickets. Not if I not if I can help it. <laughs> hey, you're a farmer. Can we interview at you at midnight about your job? Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, those those are the worst, dude. You know, only you know the only thing worse than that. At least that's radio. The mm-hmm. worst worse than that would be doing uh, morning news television. You know. Good morning, Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole point of me moving away from clubs. It's like all this stuff. Like, show me numbers where this works. Show me the survey of like, oh, we saw this guy on this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I just have never been shown that it's been effective. Yeah. Well, Dave had quite a meaty hey get it meaty episode we talked about mm-hmm. meat a lot yeah. is what i mean yeah i am hungry now though but that's good i'm saving up I'm gonna well I'm, I'm gonna shut them down tonight dude yeah I'm go fuck roll it up in there <clears throat> we'll roll in there like a mafia don we get a corner booth in the back <clears throat> i don't look up le, le, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take katie through the back entrance we're gonna go through the kitchen whoa you might want to rephrase that <laughs> So, through the back dog. door, <laughs> taking her through the back entrance. All right, That's buffalo right. fingers. <laughs> Get rid of the old buffalo <laughs> finger. I'll look at the. I'm looking at the menu here now. I want to see what. Oh, I've already done some recon on it. I've been looking at it. You know what I got my eye on? What you looking at? Here? They got they got beef short rib ravioli. Damn dog. Okay, yeah, sign me up, dude. Asabusco Milanese. Yeah, saw that. That looks Agnello good. Agnello ai Carciaf. They got a they got a chicken lasagna. A chicken pesto lasagna that looks good. Gonna probably have to do an app. Do I mean, you kinda just swing for the fences on this one. I'm going for it, man. Honestly, I know you. I thought I was like, I don't know if I got enough for you. <laughs> No, you got plenty. <laughs> now, I probably probably get two trips out of that gift card, buddy. Thank you. I mean, get look, they got a little sushi grade <coughs> tuna to start with. That looks good. Oh yeah, man. You got well. We'll find out next week. You got to tell me how it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, yeah. buddy. <clears throat> well, now it's just me and you talking. Less of yeah. a podcast, more just mm-hmm. shooting the shit, buddy. Yeah. That's, That's what people have grown to love. They we got hey, we gave you some conspiratorial thinkings. But also Yeah, man. Two buddies catching up after a week. <laughs> go get rad. Hey, this I want to plug uh yeah. Thursday I'll be in Long Beach at Long uh, Beach. the Bamboo Club. 
Yes. And it may be sold out because I'm on their website right now, and the event's not listed. And usually uh, that gives me a reason to call up the promoter and yell at him because uh, that happens a lot. Uh, but it was listed like a week ago, so I know they listed it. Maybe it's sold out. Who knows? But if you want to try maybe uh, Bamboo Club LB, as in Long Beach, BambooClubLB.com, maybe they'll throw those back up. Maybe they'll get some more tickets. Who knows? But that's where I'll be Thursday, and i got some stuff coming up in April. But, yeah, I won't bore you with those details yet. Uh, Patreon.com slash BoogieMonster, $4 a month. Get uh, usually two two bonus episodes every month. Four bucks. Tell a friend. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, girl. All right. Yeah, girl. You uh, keep it between the ditches. Have fun in Omaha. By the way, uh, best Indian food I've ever had in my life in Omaha. Really? Best okay. Indian food I ever had in my entire life was in Omaha. Well, let's see how far outside of the city the Omaha Funny Bone is. Because when you think of Indian food, you think of the Great Plains of America. Well, hey, that's, you know, perseverance. Yeah, I'm way the fuck out. I think I'm technically in Omaha, but not really close to Omaha. is where I threatened to beat up a bartender one time. Oh, is that when you were getting stiffed and you you get in the face? Yeah, they they tried to stiff me. And I said, well, you only got one little bartender here, so I'm leaving with uh, a few hundred dollars worth of something. And I told the guys, I'm about to take take all that that liquor right there. I'm leaving worth $600 worth of something. Yeah, yeah. Pay me cash, pay me liquor. I could steal this guy's car keys. It's up to you guys, but uh, I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, I am. And I uh, left there with something. I am not uh, anywhere near... The actual activity of Omaha. Mm. I am uh, t- about about eight, eighteen miles away from Jesus. the downtown area of Omaha. So I'm not in Omaha. I'm in <laughs> across from a golf course. I'm I'm on the out. I'm I'm at the part where where the Funny Bone Corporation decided they can get more bored people from the suburbs. And bored yep. people from the city too, as opposed to focusing on just one or the other. That sweet, sweet middle spot to see who yep. we can lure from the city out to the suburbs, rather than vice versa. Yeah, let's see what else is in this. Here we we got it. We got we got the movie theater next door. We got a Bravo Italian kitchen. We got a Johnny's Italian Steakhouse, a Firebirds wood fired grill. The local beer patio, like all the, like, check off all the boxes of what you would want for a, a night out. <laughs> it really is. And in, in between, your Bath and Body Works, your stores, spend your money, have a dinner, get some laughs, have a full evening out within the confines of one quarter square mile. Hope to see you there. (laughs) (laughs) It's right next to the Claire's Boutique. (laughs) Come on down. Oh, man. You found found the Claire's Boutique. You found where I do my art. Well, have funny, but have fun, buddy. Have give, funny give bone. Did help. you almost say have funny, have bone? funny bone? I almost said have funny bone. Have funny bone. Hell yeah. Dicks. Dicks. <laughs>
the Boogie Monster. Network.